It's time for another episode of Rainmaker for Contractors. Interviews and success stories with million-dollar-plus basement waterproofing and foundation repair owners. Discover how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your industry. With your host and Rainmaker for Contractors owner, Bill Crawford. Hey, welcome everybody to Rainmaker for Contractors podcast. Today, I'm really excited as we kick off the new year to talk about the topic of can we improve in 2023? As business owners, as entrepreneurs, one of the challenges is we call the shots and we have some freedom to do what we want to do or not do what we want to do. And one of the areas that I think many of us struggle with is setting goals executing a plan, reviewing the plan, and just really trying to be intentional to improve our companies. Personally, for me, as a business owner, I feel we're all obligated to write our goals down, to have some kind of a plan, to review that, and to execute. It's sort of like, it's like paying taxes. Sometimes we don't want to do it, but we have to. And as business owners, we're obligated, I feel, to ourselves, to our families, to our employees, and even to our customers and future customers to try to improve our service offerings, our company, and so many other things. And we can't do it all, of course, but boy, if we could have at least three things that we're focusing on, big picture goals, three things in 2023, that would be a huge win, It'd be really big. So I want to encourage you to go down this path with me. I'm not going to say too much about goals other than that you need them, but if you're 12 years old and older and you grew up in the United States, you've heard a lot about goals. You, We really have. Um, the one item I will mention about goals, it's worth hearing again, it's that famous Harvard Business School study that studied a bunch of graduates and asked everybody, do they have goals? And there's three different groups. Some said, no, I don't have goals. Others said, I have goals. And the third group says, yes, I have goals. And they're written down. And then 30 years later, those same people were interviewed. And the people that had goals written down were making 30 times the income of those that did not have goals. So, boy, what does that tell you? Goals can really, really influence change, influence outcome, and, and improve results. So I really want to encourage you to figure out what your goals are if you haven't already, write them down, um, reflect on them, share them, and go get them. And if you're not reaching your goals, you know, ask for help, get help. And, and be a part of networks that are going to encourage you to reach your goals. I'm a big fan of habits and routines. I think with the right habits and routines, we can work effectively and not have to make those decisions about how to spend our time, what we're supposed to do, because they are what we're calling them. They're habits and routines. And we don't think about our habits and routines. We just do them. There is a great book called Atomic Habits. He has a lot of street cred. He's been writing about habits for many, many years. And 
there's one strategy that he mentions that I think is really, really effective. He says the most effective way to create a new habit is to do what's called habit stacking. Habit stacking is basically taking an existing habit and adding one more thing onto that. For example, we all have a habit of sitting down at our desk before we work. And many of us in the morning are sipping our coffee. So that's a habit. We don't think about it. It's not a goal to sit down at our desk and drink a cup of coffee. We do it instinctively. In fact, sometimes we're half awake and we're, we want that first cup. So we could add one routine. We could stack a habit onto that existing habit. And that is we could look at our existing goals and we could reflect on them and we could ask ourselves, how are we doing? What can I do today to further this goal? So that's a, an example of habit stacking. Habits are, you know, they're hard to create. Actually, they're easy to create. It's very difficult to create a new habit and to be disciplined enough to carry it through. Now, many of us don't set goals because we know, you know, how many people say they're going to lose X amount of pounds or start working out and they don't. It happens all the time. And we become the cynic when we watch people, including ourselves, try to form new habits and we fail to carry through. So the downside to not trying is we become these comfort-seeking, no longer growing people that are living in fear and afraid to fail. So I just want to encourage you, no one wants to become that person. Again, we owe it to ourselves, to our families, to our employees, to our customers, to set goals, write them down, reflect on them, push ourselves, execute our plans, get help if you need it. There's a lot of people out there willing to help and take charge and try to improve your company and yourself in 2023. There is one specific area that I think every business owner, especially in our space, should have, and that is a breakdown of how you see the year unfolding on a month-to-month -month basis with the number of leads and the number of presentations you need to give and the closing percentage, the average sale, and then to have each month have a, a little bit of a different percentage goal. Since we all know if you're in basement waterproofing, you know, January is probably going to look different than April, then August, then December. And so you need to adjust accordingly. But to have that over in a spreadsheet, I think is really, really effective and, and helpful to, to realistically say, okay, these are my goals. How many leads do I really need? And then how many presentations do we need to give? What's our closing percentage? And then what are we going to end up with each month? And then once you have that, now you have a benchmark. And now you could say, all right, what else can we do? Can we improve our, our lead to sit percentage or lead to demo? Can, can we improve our closing percentage? And then you can go through and you see where the bottleneck is. And you could, you could measure. You know, there's that famous line that says, that which you can measure, you can improve. But if you're not measuring it, there's no way to improve it. We could just blame the weather, we could blame customers, we could blame employees. But if we measure it and we 
take control over that situation as best we can and try to influence it, improve it. Now we can get better results, but we have to measure things. So what would that look like? What's involved? It's basically using Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets and opening up one of those spreadsheets and putting you know January through December on the left. And then you need a, a revenue goal. So you could look at last year and add 20% if you want to. You could look at your last three years and say, what did you average? And and push yourself and increase it. You know, obviously don't make it unrealistic, but don't, you know, try to add 3% or something so insignificant that it's not really going to push you and challenge you. So then once you have your number, whatever it is, 2 million, 4 million, you're going to need to figure out how much of that year-end goal you're going to try to achieve per month. How would you do that? You can look again at the last three years and you could, if you have these stats, you could say, what do we average? You know, what percentage of our business do we average in January, in February, in March? And you could use those percentages and you, you multiply each month's percentage by that big goal, that year-end goal that you're setting for yourself. And then that is going to be your new monthly goal. And you're just going to work backwards. You're going to figure out the your average sale, what's your average sale and your average closing percentage. You're going to need those assumptions. And now you can create your model because now you could figure out how many leads and presentations you're going to need to hit that new monthly goal. So again, what you measure, you can improve. If you don't measure it, you can't improve it. Now, in our industry, there is a temptation to say, you know, I don't like doing that because when it rains a lot, we get a lot of leads and we increase sales. And when it doesn't rain, we don't get a lot of leads. And there's no point in setting goals because I just ride the wave of the weather. I don't like that attitude. Yes, I can understand that it's tempting to think like that. And yes, it's true when it rains a lot, you tend to get a lot more leads. What I don't like about that is it's really passive and it's kind of sitting in the bleachers and watching to see what happens. And I like to play in the field. I like to make a difference as best I can. Another thing that, another reason why I don't like it is because there are, habits and routines that are forming when you do that, that I don't think support success. There's this thing called muscle memory. And the more you use muscle memory, the more you reflexively channel your energies towards the right things. When you decide to not do things for certain reasons, it just turns into kind of an excuse. And that's not muscle memory that you want to be using. So one goal that I would really encourage you to do, if you don't already have it, is to have a year-end goal and then to break that down per month. And I will be doing a webinar to explain better how to figure out how many leads, how many uh, presentations you'll need, what your closing percentage and average sale will be if you want to go through this exercise. Again, if you don't have it already, and hopefully most of you have this. 
So I really think you need three kind of big picture goals for 2023. Now, if you're really on the, in the goals and you're really trying to grow and improve your company, you know, these might just be quarterly goals. But one thing you're going to want to write down is, again, your, your year-end goal and have that broken down. Now, another kind of big picture goal is to ask yourself, what is your next most important hire? What position is that? I, I've talked to some of you, and for some of you, you really, really need to not be in the field so much. And that I, I've heard both. I've heard working on the jobs too much because we're getting older and our bodies aren't holding up. And I've also heard running appointments. You're working all day in the office, feel like you get into the office and you're just putting out fires and then you're trying to run leads at night and you're, you know, these long days and long weeks are just too much. And for you, it's like, maybe you need to be hiring sales reps. Maybe you need to be hiring a sales manager, or maybe it's someone that does a little bit of both. They can run leads and they can manage maybe, you know, one other sales rep. Or maybe it's you need to hire a production manager and have someone else do this. Is there a foreman that could be promoted into the production manager position? So what is your next important hire? And then here's another good question. What systems need to be improved? As a business owner, we need systems. We're all familiar with the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, the E-Myth for contractors. And many of us are looking at the EOS system, entrepreneurial operating system, and the book Traction, which is sort of a E-Myth 2.0 type version. And it's all about systems and building teams and having people following systems to improve quality and so that we can measure things better. And it provides a, a great reporting system and it empowers employees and key leaders to um, have a court a quarterly goal. Here are some systems that I hear that need to be improved. One of them is we need a better system to get customer reviews. Yes, we get some customer reviews sometimes, but we have to improve that system and it's got to be an, an all company type of a thing. Or we need a better system to hire employees. And yes, this is these are tough times to find certain employees, but we really, you know, you've got to have the best system or systems in place to find the right employees and the best employees. Another one could be, you know, sales reps, like how do we get sales reps trained better and supported better and taught better and held accountable more? So that's another system that could be put in place. So what are your big picture goals for 2023? And I'm talking about goals that are going to really change your company, that are going to change the culture of your company. That they're definitely going to be systems that get improved, but then these systems get embraced by the whole company. And then everyone on the team understands that your company is moving in a new direction and you don't do things the former way. Now we have a new and improved system and we're going to move beyond the old ways and have improved systems. So I really want to encourage you to have three big picture goals for 2023 and then write them down, write them down on an index card, write them and then keep it in your car, put it in your bathroom mirror, make multiple copies 
create a new habit to reflect on those every day. And then here's, I think, a really powerful um, strategy to achieve your goals. It's not about having goals. It's really about having a plan and executing that plan. And try to do something every single day, usually the first thing in the morning before the fires happen and before craziness happens where you're responding. Try to do one thing on each of those goals every single day. If it's you're, you're trying to hire for a really important position, it's maybe it's posting an ad, maybe it's responding to emails, maybe it's scheduling an interview or interviews, whatever it is, but just try to do one thing every single day on those those three goals, preferably first thing in the morning so that they so that they happen. So post that those goals, review those goals on a regular basis, and then every single day try to touch those goals. And even today you could say, yeah, I bet you just as a side note, I'm guessing that several of you have goals. And I think that some of you have not written those goals down. But get into the habit of reviewing them every day and then asking yourselves, what did I do today? Or what can I do today to further that goal? You can't just write them on a piece of paper or have a thought in your head. But think about it and then say, you know, here's my action plan. And then here's another good strategy. Just write down as many things as you can on how to further that goal, all the different ways that you could do it. Just write that down and then take action on as many as you can. And there's one last strategy. It's a really important strategy that I would encourage you to do in helping you achieve your goals in 2023. For each of these goals, I would encourage you to regularly think about and try to feel what it would be like to have these goals in place. For example, let's say you have a certain revenue goal, let's say it's 4 million for 2023. What would it be like if next year on this day, you've hit that goal? What would it be like for you? What would it feel like? How would your routine change? How would your life change? How would your relationships change? If you hired some key people and put them in place and had improved systems within your company. What would that feel like for you? And how would your routine change? How would your life change if you had better systems in place so that maybe there's less craziness and maybe the quality of your work and the quality of the service that you're providing to customers is better and there's fewer mistakes. What would that do for your life if there was fewer fires to put out? So think about and and feel that and try to go there. Imagine your life with these goals achieved. If you're curious where that thought came from, that's that's quantum physics stuff. That's law of attraction stuff. That when you when you go there, that it it helps sort of create pathways to get there sooner, to get there faster. All right, there's one more word that I want to introduce before I, I wind down this first podcast for 2023. It's a word that I'm sure you're familiar with. I'm fairly sure that you probably don't use it on a regular basis, but I'm a huge fan of this word. It's neuroplasticity. Neuro referring to the brain and plasticity referring to change. 
And this is why I think that phrase is so cool, is that because basically for all of humankind, for all of time that we've existed, no one really ever believed that the brain could change. So a lot of people, most everyone really, just believe that people are people and they're just that way. But with brain imaging and brain scans, especially in relation to addictions and injuries, we've learned that the brain can change and people can change. And I want to say that and talk about or just mention neuroplasticity to say, if you're feeling stuck, truth of the matter is your brain can change and you can change and we can make a difference in 2023. So I want to encourage you to write your goals down, have a plan, share that, do some habit stacking and reflect on those plans, take action every single day towards those plans, and then think and feel what it would be like to have those goals accomplished. All right, here's to an amazing 2023 for you. You've been listening to the Rainmaker for Contractors podcast, where basement waterproofing and foundation repair business owners and industry experts share marketing and sales information that helps you reach more customers. Please leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and get all of our show notes at rainmakerforcontractors.com slash podcast.